This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mook Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Book Delivery, like McKenna, brings a top-tier lineup. With Leaf Davis-esque delivery right to your door, you'll always be winning with Mook Delivery. So the only thing left to say is, you win. Order now on the McDonald's app, and you can also get rewards points delivered too, so that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only by app at participating restaurants. 18 plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee, and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hello and welcome to the Blue Monday podcast. This is a three times weekly show looking into the exciting happenings of Ipswich Town Football Club, available on video and podcast. My name is Benjamin McGoom. I'll be here each and every Monday for this, the flagship show with ITFC aficionado David Diamond for a sometimes remember always informative hour of football conversation to make your Monday a Blue Monday. That's a poor intro that, wasn't it? No, maybe not your usual punchy self. Mm. But you've got to go work later, haven't you? You know, you're I've, sort of. I've had four hours sleep. Oh wow, where have you been at? Where, where were you last night? Canary, Canary Wharf in the the Boysdale restaurant. Have you been there? Oh, Boysdale's. Uh, not Canary Wharf, but there's a couple in the city. I've been to one. There's one near Liverpool Street, just across the road. Yeah, sort of do like. Do you do you wine state. and dine clients and then charge it to the company? Uh, both really. I've have <laughs> taken clients there, and they have also. Um, taking me there as well. Very nice yeah, life, nice, isn't it? Yeah, usual steak, usual stuff. Quite nice, yeah. Right, I need to get a down. segue. Speaking of clients and meetings, the EFL clubs, Dave, met in the middle of last week to vote in favour of Hopefully. falling in line with the Premier League and bringing the transfer deadline yeah. day forward to Thursday, August the 9th. The deadline will now be at 5pm on the Thursday after the opening round of EFL fixtures, but clubs will still be able to loan players and register any that are made free agents up to 31st of August. So, good news, Dave. Good news, bad news. And how does it affect Ipswich, given the way they do their business? (laughs) I don't know, really. I mean, I'm just trying to think, going back to last season, Waghorn came in that period, didn't they? I'm sure Waghorn joined after the Birmingham game. game. Yeah. Yeah, before the Luton game, so you know that would have that would have been fine. Um, I guess if it just cuts out, at least I guess clubs who wanted to you know hold on to their players. I mean, you'd, you'd think that you know someone like Ipswich in our position, someone like Bart, all right, is just hopefully going to sign another two years. You know, we season with you still don't know really until August the thirty first gets out of the way that you know certain players like that are still going to be there, players that you want to hold on to. So from that point of view, I guess it's good. I yeah, and you've um, spoken about the cascade effect before of everyone 
and it's even something ridiculous. We we lined one up that actually had Alexis Sanchez at the top of it. That one going, then that one, then that one, that one. Yeah, and it exactly. went all the way so down get, to like um, yeah, Tom yeah. Lawrence or something stupid. Exactly. Didn't it? Yeah, it'll get it, it should get rid of that. And weren't we in for someone? Oh, we were in for Golton, weren't we? Golton, we were in for, and that was almost Twice. a bit of a cascade. They couldn't, they couldn't sign a centre half, so you know he stayed, um, he stayed where he was. So yeah, I, I think that's probably a, probably a good thing. And you know, you know, we're doing business lately. At least we'll still be able to get our loanies and freezing. <laughs> probably won't affect us much at all, actually. <laughs> and also, in just in terms of the way clubs um, act with their managers, there's going to be. A lot of people who are going to want to be right. We've got our manager in now and we know the deadline's there. It's going to be far less likely that people yeah. will make changes. That's, I'm just talking yeah. about us particularly in the summer. No, 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 possibly, exactly. Yeah. It's far less, you know, you, you know, the manager makes his plans, whoever that might be, makes his plans for the coming season. Yeah, so you, you want that, that first week out of the way and then it's okay. We, we know what we've got. We can crack on without any great disruption. Yes, we can get loanies and freezing, which is, let's face it, is like I said, how we've been doing our business. But yeah, good. Um, with that. Kieran Dyer, well, there's nowhere that Kieran Dyer hasn't been. He's been on Good Morning, no, This Morning, this Good Morning, morning Britain, yeah. Uh, yeah. True Geordie, did the event with um, Milton Milk. and Jenis yeah. and Ollie Holt. Okay. And yeah. who was the other foot? There's another footballer there, wasn't there? Yeah, I, I, I did see a bit of it on YouTube. I, I, um, I can't remember. But I've got to say, the true, you told me to watch this, the True Geordie podcast mm. was really um how can i put it enlightening <laughs> yeah and the fantastic thing about that podcast is um so l- let's just preface this so kieran Dyer has just bought his um Sorry. book out and he he did a lot when he went on the i'm a celebrity and we were doing the podcast then and we would we would watch each week he did a lot to kind of twist around this awful yeah. reputation that he well, had and, i mean not if yeah right, uh, probably and listening to the podcast a warranted reputation probably at newcastle so yeah. The, the book is out. I mean, I'm not, I know you're a reader. I'm not a reader, but I'm an avid, I'm, I drive a lot. So I'll probably get the, the audio book, but the True Geordie podcast, you've got to watch that because it starts off with um, him basically saying, look, I thought you were a complete knob, you know, prove me in the next two hours yeah, absolutely. That, you, that you've changed. Um, what, what, so what, what do you think of the book and um, Dyer well, well, funny enough, I was in the, I was getting stats. I was actually down um down the ground yesterday because I just happened to be in town so I thought I'll go along and get our tickets you're going to plug that for the Bristol City game so I picked up that and I saw the book on sale there 20 quid I thought that's a bit steep good old Amazon 12.99 so I ordered it today so that's going to come hopefully tomorrow so look forward to reading it but the true Geordie I mean the thing for Ipswich I only had time I think it was on like two and a half hours I mean it's a marathon but I you as you said I watched the first and listened to the first about hour and a half of that and um Man, the bit about when he breaks into the first team at Ipswich and that um, what happened mm. to him. So, yeah, um, I mean, if you can't afford the book, it is well worth watching the, oh. the True Jewelry thing. So the story is that a and this is there's, we, we've been going back and forth on Twitter, a senior player from 95, 96, who that would be, Dyer yeah. would have rinsed in training. So presumably a slow, older player, um, I think. I think not only did he rinse in training, he did it. Uh, yeah, in this particular day, it sounded like he rinsed him several times, which also made his fellow teammates take the piece oh, of him okay. as well. I so think that a bit of a was... footballing humiliation. And this guy deliberately soiled himself um, when Dyer was on cleaning. It's, it's fascinating. It's a gross. 
Oh, and then the and then the other one was um, they had this sort of theme running through it on that bit was when he mm-hmm. went to um, Malaysia with the under twenty squad and what oh my goodness me you got you got anyway I won't, I won't we won't go into detail there but um, as you said there was a lot of surmising on Twitter but on who Dave, the season aside might be. Of, aside of the TMZ type stuff um, some brilliant stuff on Bobby Robson in his fantastic in his Newcastle days some great stuff about being rivals with Craig Bellamy and then becoming friends with him yeah i haven't got to that on. bit yet Do you oh, know the, brilliant. Bit, the, the bit that really sort of struck a chord with me and i guess um i guess it was you know it, it's totally, I mean, it was warts and always been perfectly honest i think um was a bit when he said he left newcastle when he left newcastle went to west ham he got to west ham and thought right he was like 28 or something like that he thought right the pennies dropped now i'm 27 28 i think that's what he was maybe slightly older someone will correct me no doubt always do um um the penny had finally dropped and he thought oh this is it i've still got my career i've still got maybe six seven years left at the top i'm really gonna you know um all that stuff i've done done with what i've got up to in newcastle i'm out of that now and i'm really going to dedicate myself and then of course he broke his leg and and the rest is well yeah his career was virtually over from that day so um, we've got no horse in this race at all. We both recommend getting the book. Oh. Dave's Dave's going to read it. How will will you have it read by next week or maybe the following week? Oh, he's week? I'll read it the next couple of three days if it comes tomorrow. So, yeah, yeah. So, I will, so if yeah. you perhaps give us we should your... have a, a perhaps <laughs> instead of perhaps if I, um uh, have a little segment. I'll read a paragraph a week or something. <laughs> <laughs> but Dave will Dave will give us his feedback next yeah, week. Yeah, yeah. But the, the one before we move on, the one thing I'll say is whatever you think of the 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 guy, the player, or whatever. The names and the people that that Brilliant. guy has been, so oh. he's reeling them off. Gerard, Lampard, Skulls, Sven, Bobby Robson. Um, Don't you love it? Everybody. Don't you love it? And the other bit was when he was on holiday in between, yeah, and removed because he thought he was going, was it Arsenal and Leeds, Leeds I think United, it was. Yeah. Arsenal, Leeds. And then he says suddenly he's on holiday in Mallorca or somewhere with his, I don't think it was the Iron Apple one, with his mates. They were probably Ipswich mates. And his phone rings and it's Rude Hullet. <laughs> so, from yeah. one... From one mercurial um, mixed race, slightly always injured Ipswich Town player. <laughs> You're on fire with your links today. Thank aren't you. you. Yeah. Let's go to David McGoldrick, Dave, and we're going to do the Cardiff game in a minute. So, um, and I understand why Mick did this, um, but he knew before the game, didn't mention it in the press conference, and they broke it. Um, actually, to be fair to Mick, he did front up, and but they broke it on Twitter as. I think the, the, the media department were told, right, I'll say something. And as soon as I can say something, you, you can tweet it. So David yeah. McGoldrick has torn a tendon in his groin um, in training. Do you think that's anything to do with the... Do you think that was weakened by the, the previous injury? Because that was... The knee or everything. Oh, groin. Knows, but, oh, he's had, yeah, he's had so many injuries, Ben. It must, you know, it must have an, it must have an effect, but... Well, Graham Blackburn always says one one injury then leads on to the next one, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah. Um, it's kind of sad because we all know what certainly what I thought and what you thought and Stat and everyone else thought of McGoldrick. You know, despite this season, okay, you know he's coming towards the end of his contract and certain you know some fans have come out and some well not some fans I think we all agree he hasn't quite been um, what's the word at it perhaps and it's kind of sad in a way that i think this is it now he's going to be out for 10 he's not going to play apparently it doesn't necessitate an operation so he's going to be out for 10 weeks season's gone um and you know out of contract yeah that'll be it it's a shame because you you know you'd like to see someone like mcgoldrick who's given who has in the in the what four seasons five maybe so I, I, I looked this up earlier because I knew you'd ask. So five and a half seasons. This is quite a surprising stat, though, Dave. Um, Go on. 
So 126 starts in five and a half seasons. Um, it's 1,800 days. He actually played a game every 14 days while he was at Ipswich, which you'd have thought it would have been every three or four weeks or something. Yeah, that's but, incredible. Yeah. So he, st- he still has played a game every 14 days. But if you compare that, Chambers arrived... <laughs> and, and I know Chambers is an outlier for someone who plays yeah. a ludicrous Defender. amount of games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's played 256 since... Wow. Um, they both signed full-time at, at the same time, but McGoldrick did... A few McGoldrick months on came loan with, before. Didn't McGoldrick came with Aaron McLean, same time. How about to your brother again? <laughs> I believe he signed pretty much same time as Aaron McLean. I think they both made their debut at that. Um, I believe certainly McLean did. Maybe McGoldrick didn't, but you know, memory. Um, in that away game at Villa Cup, third round game at Villa, which surprisingly we lost. Um, <laughs> but um, yeah, you know, it's a sort of player. You know, he's he's entertained a lot of us. You know, we like the way he plays. I still think I've said before this season, technically he's the best. Okay, arguable now, but certainly up there, technically one of the best players at the club. And you'd like to see someone with McGoldrick go out on a, yeah, at least finish his last game all right he's not going to sign a new contract and at least get his get his moment with the fans but it's not going to happen now is it no and I mean you're totally right why would you operate when you can you can phase yeah. it to start again next season um yeah so but all I can hear ringing in my ears are McCarthy's words excuse me about Johnny Williams where he said great player couldn't get him on the pitch as much as I wanted to and maybe it'll work better for him is is that is that going to be the case? Because I, I assume it will be expensive to keep him. Oh yeah, I think so. I, I'd, I'd be very extremely surprised if he gets another if he gets another deal because no doubt he's one of the high earners. And yeah, he's still um, Williams slightly different. Williams was younger, wasn't he? You know, Goldrick's what thirty one? Is that about thirty one? Is that 30, right? Williams yeah. was only twenty five, twenty six. So a little bit, a little bit younger. So a bit more time there, but um, yeah, I think McGoldrick's a sort of player that will go somewhere and perhaps be played <laughs> in, a, in a, in a position that suits him. And um, yeah, he's, I'm sure he's still got a lot to offer, certainly in the championship, no doubt. And yes or no, has he played his last game for Ipswich? Yes. Wow. Um, so Dave just makes you, you, you're, what do you think? Um, if it's McGoldrick matters, I'll always, I'll always pass over to you. You seem to have a better no, feel on on well, him. Um, I don't I know. I think, I think, I think Mick loves him, and Mick's very, very loyal. But you've you've got to look at it purely financially now. I, I mean, think he's a high owner, and you've got to think, okay, what else could I do with that with that money yeah. now? So three, um, three more loans. <laughs> brutal. Um, Dave mentioned um, we tweeted out about this and got a great response. So. Um, the Bristol City game, myself, Dave, Statman are all going to be there. I think Graham Blackburn's going to be there as yeah. well. Uh, we're going to be meeting, I think Justin is sorting us out with the ITFC Southwest branch who have a venue they go to. Um, so we're all going to meet there, I think, I don't know, midday or something before the game. So, um, and it's certainly there'll be a few people traveling from Ipswich as well. We've had, we had a few, um, People already said, yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll yeah, see yeah. you there. So you can follow, um, I think it just says ITFC Southwest, if you type that in. Into yeah, Twitter. I know. I actually know the guy. There's a guy called John. His name's John Banger, and he's the guy that actually runs it. Um, he's one of yeah. Pat's mates, and I've met him through Pat before. So I think, yeah, um, he's going to he's, he's gonna be there. I think it was him that actually 
um, Justin mentioned the stat, I believe, when he was talking. So yeah, look forward to that one. But three weeks. Three all weeks the away. all the podcast characters are gonna are gonna be there. We'd love to meet as many listeners as possible. Um, yeah, well, that'd be great. Statman will be a bit shy, won't he? Well, actually, we we'll get Statman to walk in alone and see if anyone <laughs> actually recognizes Bruce Wayne. There you go. And I think Ipswich might be coming our, our video oh, really? guy as well. He, he said he said could guy. he come. But then not go to the footy afterwards. Just go, just go straight back up <laughs> just to come for a beer. West Midlands, wherever wherever he That's is. But yeah, yeah, please give fun. us a tweet if you fancy coming, and we'll we'll in the coming weeks um we'll tweet yeah. some more about that. Dave, yeah. one of our favourites, Neil Warnock, was in town on Wednesday night with his Cardiff team. And Dave, you're in the director's box. I was, I was in the um yeah in that I've got to say in in tune with the um with the rest of the stadium, Ben, and when I, I have been in there before, I've been in there before this season, and it's usually pretty full, but yeah, even the director's box was sparsely populated on Tuesday evening, I'm sorry, even Wednesday evening, would was, have been um, on Tuesday. Is it Fiona? Was she was she there? Was Mrs. McCarthy there? Nope. No? Mrs. Connor? No. Nope. Neither of them, I suppose. Got... Did, honestly, who was uh, Alan Lee? You know, usually Alan Lee, Gerard Nash, you know, the um, under, under 20, under 20, under 18, um, you know, managers. Was Mark Murphy um, in there? He was. Did you um clear up the mess that Statman caused when he was arguing? I felt like it, but now I didn't. It was like <laughs> sitting in the front row. I just thought I'd let that simmer for a while. <laughs> wow. Um, so I think he realises our association now, so he looked right through me. No, he didn't. I, no, he didn't. <laughs> um, um, yeah, it was. Um, yeah, it was nice, nice, nice. As, as always, nice. Nice food, bit of nice food beforehand. All very civilised, Ben. Very civilised. Very civilised. Mm. Um, Mick mm. kept. The three at the back, um, Bart, Carter, Vickers, Chambers, Webster, the three at the back. Um, so I've done so well without mentioning that game. Um, the game before, we'll call it. Um, yeah, from the game before, before um, Spence came in for Iorfa. Knudsen um, kept his place. Uh, Skews kept his place. Hyam and Ward came in in the centre midfield for Gleeson and yep. Connolly. Um Someone called me out on YouTube. They thought it was already a 3-4-3 on um, Wednesday. I thought it was a 3-5-2 um, uh, with Selena and Sears up front. But obviously, yeah, we, I... we would talk more about a 3-4-3 when we get on to, to yesterday's game. But however however you saw that. Dave, a um, lot, um, lot of ambivalence to that team. What were your views? Uh, yeah, shock, surprise. Because <laughs> we were sitting in there and obviously we get... <coughs> team sheet and um um stockwell brought the team sheet in as he does and um ran through the team and everyone's what um yeah heim's first start since may 16 i believe um yeah i couldn't quite believe it sears up front, <laughs> sears up front waghorn on the bench no garner um obviously no mcgoldrick um selena no, bowed no, connelly. <laughs> no, no no connelly um yeah you thought, well, where, where has this come from? Obviously, as things transpire, no Carriol as well. Um, he, yeah, he was, was um, he yeah. was, but yeah, as, as we now understand. Um, yeah, and you look at you looked at the Cardiff team. Who they, to be fair, Cardiff, I think they had one or two missing or under the weather as well. But you looked to compare the two, the two, and you thought mm, this could be a long night. And I don't know about you, the way the game started, I thought it was going to be a very long night. Yeah, um, so let's go through this Cardiff team. So Etheridge, uh, Akil Manga, Morrison and Bamba, Connolly back for them, left back, Gruich on loan from Liverpool uh, in front of the back four, Rals, um, 
I think Rals and Demore were supposed to play together, but I think when they realised Ipswich were three at the back, Demore ended up being pushed a lot further forward. Hoylet and Mendes Lang wide, uh, Zahor up front. So at time of kickoff, it was 13th versus second. And Dave, after 55 seconds, Cardiff should have taken the lead. So a corner goes in, um, Bamba goes up, uh, falls to Connolly. Um, Fortunately for Cardiff, it didn't fall to any of their um, forwards or forwards. Yeah, um, a, a Hoyler or a Zohor, yeah. Poke that one wide. Uh, Gruwich engineers a 25-yarder, Paul with the left foot on 10. Uh, I'm just rushing to the first bit of Ipswich action, Dave. Uh, Zahor feeds to more reasonable position, swipes it over from 25 yards. Uh, yeah. And then we get up to 25 minutes. So... You're right, Dave. The first quarter, they still looked a little—they looked a little bit shell shocked by the previous game and a little bit shell shocked by the attendance and the. I the think, I mean, well, I think. I think it was three things: previous game, attendance, and sheer size of Cardiff team. Mm. They're massive. They were <laughs> right, he had a little hoilet, I suppose, but they're a big size. But it's big, funny, big, even big, the ball players side. like Rals, Mendes, Lang, and Cruich are all big as well, aren't it's they? Big and, and strong. Yeah, yeah. A, a typical, typical Warnock side. Absolutely typical. You know, built on. You know, you go back to uh, Clint Hill and um, uh, you know the um, Derry yeah, and people yeah. like that. You know, the other centre back. Yeah, yeah. That's that's just how he builds his side. A uh, quick corner from Sears. Selena loves it in. Um, Webster gets something towards the goal. That was the first effort on 25. Yeah. Uh, another corner. Um, great ball over by... Oh, sorry. Counter, sorry. Great ball over by Sears on the half volley. Ward cuts in on the right foot. And, um, yeah, great. With, uh, Pierre Van Hoydunk-esque bounce in front of the... Yeah, good, good save, goalkeeper. actually. Yeah, it's good, good effort. Yeah, he looked... Uh, honestly, I'm a knight. I thought Sears looked really confident. Um, good move down the left. Selena early ball into Hyam. Great first touch by Hyam, Dave. Turns in and... Um, Gets yeah, blocked out for, yeah, the, the for the shot. Um, Spence with the diagonal. Um, great touch by Sears again. Runs at the centre half. This is the artist formerly known as Freddie Sears. Runs at the <laughs> centre half. Cuts inside. Um, shot deflected. Unlucky. Straight over. Yeah. That. We haven't seen that for a while. Um, bad news for Cardiff. Morrison, who, um, when they lost all those games over Christmas, was conspicuously not in the team. So, very important player. He goes out... Um, and on comes Greg Halford, who's very big and takes a mighty long, <laughs> humongous well. long throw. Yeah. Um, brilliant pass by Skews on oh. 42 with the outside of his I foot. Thought about you. I thought about what, what a, a pass. What a oh pass that was. God. Dave. Yeah. yeah. Um, Selena, um, yeah. Selena and Etheridge foot race. Um, he ran it, didn't he? Yeah, a good, um, good play by Etheridge. So, Dave, yeah. do you agree with me that the the pattern of the first half? So they had that really good chance after one minute and we played with no confidence for 10, 15 minutes. And it took the guys across the back a while to realise, right, how, uh, you know, how we play without Garner or Waghorn, you know, in terms of the ball sticking. But I thought for 15 minutes um, in that half, we played the best passing football I've seen for months and Months Super. and months and absolutely. months. What was your view? Absolutely did. Absolutely did. Yeah, right. And that went right the way through the team. You know, I think the penny drop that, you know, there was no Garner there to, um, you know, to lump it to. And yeah, we did. We absolutely did. And I think you hit the nail on the head with Sears. You know, Sears very much. You know, when the, it was, he looked really live because the ball was played in behind. He was getting in behind. He was getting the ball to his to his feet. Selena was a little bit disappointing, I suppose, on the night. But I thought Hyam played well. I thought Hyam had a good first. Oh, well, pretty much right the way through. And I thought Ward was outstanding all night, really. Um, yeah, 
really did play well. And in defence to the um, Ipswich fans, um, we're not we're not that bad a bunch. All all of those moves were greeted with applause, and um, yep. Yep. so. And when you look at the wording of that chant, um, Mick McCarthy, your football is, um, mm-hmm. it's it's if it's very it's actually quite cleverly worded. It's very direct. It's just literally talking about the football. They're not saying Mick McCarthy, you're a you're an yep. idiot. We don't like you. And every time they did a passing move, it was always come on Ipswich and applause afterwards. Yep. So there is evidence there that the people who are who are customers and fans, whatever you want to call we'll them, just, that's we'll, what they, we'll, they'll eat that flip, up, won't they? On the flip side, we'll applaud and acknowledge good football. Yeah, absolutely. And deservedly so, I thought, considering the players we had out and, you know, Haim coming back in first start for ages, um, you know, Ward and Sears really not getting that much game time recently. I thought we did really well. So some some balance from the Ipswich yep. fans is what we're saying. Um, yep. At half-time, Gary Medine comes on for um, Gruwich. Right, Dave, can I say, Gruwich is on loan from Liverpool. I've seen him play twice. Either he does not suit the championship at all or he is not very good. I don't even notice him. Ben. Exactly. There you go. Uh, maybe it's just a, a championship thing and playing for Cardiff. But And I think there's some ridiculous thing in his deal where he has to play a certain amount of minutes as well. So I don't know what's going on there. Um, be too happy. But, well, I would be happy as a Cardiff fan because obviously it doesn't really matter, does it, at the moment? <laughs> uh, Warnock said that he told Medine 15 minutes before half time to warm up and that he was going 4-4-2 in the second half. So yeah. he obviously knew what was going to happen. And um, unfortunately, that kind of made the difference. Um, Selina Corner, Webster. Oh, good chance. Yeah, good, good chance. chance. So he runs far to near and um, he's just a bit hyped up. He's sprinting across and he... he, 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 he just mistimes it, really. You just want Garner on that, don't you? Um, yeah. Long throw in, bit of chaos ends up. Mendes Lang, weak side foot arrive. Yeah. Um, 62. Mendes Lang shot blocked on the edge. Demore follows it up and um, drives the right foot wide. Attendance goes up. Dave, 13,205. And on 65, a dubious foul, which you can probably tell me more about if you were sat in the director's box. Yeah, um, I, I, I'm sure I did. I didn't. I didn't pick it up though, and I haven't made a note. I haven't made a note of the foul. I know it was a disputed foul, and I haven't. I haven't you know put down what it was but um i mean this lisa goes a rules free kick from what 40 yards probably chipped in left foot and oh, good old neil's got it hasn't he medini's half-time sub wins the first ball in the area nods it down to zahor and it's a horrible goal really zahor takes a swipe great initial block from chambers um and then oh, it's just unlucky isn't it? the block can go anywhere Yes, it does. As as Zahor is sort of picking him up, picking himself up on the floor. Yes, it hits a hand while he's picking himself up on the floor, and it just sits up. He's there, and he just toe literally is a toe poke, isn't it? Toe pokes it in from what ran about the penalty spot. Um, Bart could do nothing. I don't think defense defense can do anything really. Zahor, it just fell perfectly for him. He reacted well to the second ball. Really, there's some calls for handball, but well, you know, I don't need to. Um, say this about the rules to you do i there was i don't think there was anything certainly deliberate it's, in there the frustrating thing is um we said on the phone didn't we um it is how it hits his hand but when the rule says deliberate there needs to be something that needs gains, to be amended said before, gains and gains an unfair advantage or gains an advantage not unfair gains well, an advantage sets setting the ball for a shot in the Penalty boxes gaining a decent advantage yep. from hitting at your hand. So yeah, I I think they need to look at the wording of that rule. But um, it's such a 
such a funny one. So it's I a shame because un- it was it was undeserved. I mean, they were in the games nil nil, but it was it was hard on us. It was hard on us. Yeah, you know, with the team and the way we'd played, it was. I think it was a bit a bit harsh on us, really. That. Okay, um, so another free kick in by Hoylett straight after this. It's a Hoare near post run. Nobody goes with him. Um, can't control yeah. the header. Uh, Connolly comes in for Hyam. We'll talk about Hyam a bit at the end. Um, Selena breaks down the left, comes inside, um, feeds Ward, um, comes in on his left and curls one over. Another counter. Connolly doesn't clear and Selena gets around the back this time. But it goes a bit too far, too far wide. I remember, was it Preston? similar position he smashed it in or something i can't remember he, he has scored from a similar yes he has position. coming in yeah he yeah. went a bit too wide and just couldn't get his foot around it yeah it was a good good enough effort but yes keep easy enough for the keeper um there's a skews volley which is blocked well um ward crosses near post spence nearly um gets, gets in it. there oh sorry i should have mentioned spence comes on there you go um so when Spence does come on, we do get the 3-4-3 for the first time, which we'll talk more about when we do the Preston game. Uh, breakout with Zahor. Oh, good chance there's two up with him, but he's just scored, hasn't he? So he's obviously going to shoot. But he had one either side, Dave. Should have, yeah, he did. Should have passed that. Brew comes in for Ward, who, Dave, you were impressed with. Um, yeah, I thought so. Selena nearly gets Nudson in, falls to Waghorn. Body's in the way. And you can see the pattern of this... Um, his whole game. Uh, Peebo Bryson, my favourite singer, comes in for Zahor at the end. Um, three minutes added on, nothing doing. So, Dave, is it that simple? Miss a chance at the beginning, survive Ipswich's best thing, bring your five million quid forward on, um, score from a set play and see just it a out. Typi- just a typical, a typical Warnock, Warnock performance, really. A Warnock team, you know, set up, big, strong, don't give much away. Um classic away performance really um i think he nailed it i mean it was a bit of a shout at the end um with carter vickers i mean maybe because it was the last kick of the game the town players were a lot more animated than perhaps they would have been but from a corner and he seems to get sort of like manhandled but again you look at it back and maybe it was six or one but um yeah harsh you know the goal you know and you know another day ref would have seen it or someone would have picked it up and the goal would have been disallowed and you you know you couldn't have argued either way with that so a bit unlucky there i thought ward was my man of the match um and i thought we played well considering the team we had out i thought we played well yeah uh, and i don't think i don't think even at the end i didn't catch it there was much in the way of booing and stuff at the end was there i didn't catch it no there not, was not a, really there was a slightly apathetic feeling about the 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 whole thing I just think people were still a little bit shocked after the previous game that could have been so amazing and was such a yeah. such it was, an um, anti-climax it was such a it? almost a predictable result if you looked at it you know Cardiff coming down difficult to beat it was almost a predictable result but no we, we really really gave it a go and I was I was quite heartened by it really just yeah one of those games that, that got away I think unfortunately but yeah, typical Warner. Yeah, lowest crowd since September 98. Bradford City, September 98. So that's, yeah, blimey. Almost wow. knocking on 20 years season. God, who, um, was that, who was that guy in that game scored twice for Bradford? Like some Danish guy who didn't do... No, I think I think that... I th- was that the God. 3-2 one? I think no, I think this was a three nil one. I believe. Oh, three nil. Okay. <laughs> there's one. In, there's I one. Think. There's a brilliant game. There in Bradford is one. where they they score two quick ones to make it to anyway. Um, yeah, yes, I think what is. annoyed I think what annoyed me, Dave, was the um, that Cardiff didn't have to do too much to to win the game. Um, 
I I love watching Sol Bamba. Our unit. unit. Yeah, he organised it well. I love, I love the way he defends. He's like the most aggressive footballer possible. He's like, look, I know I'm not that good, so <laughs> fight me. And if you beat me, fair enough, fair you'll, enough. you'll score. But I'm, I'm going to I'm gonna throw myself in the way of throw myself. I, thought, I hope people look at Chambers that way, away fans, when they play us. Well, I did see. It was heartening towards the end, certainly when to see Webster coming out of defence with a ball again. Yeah, and I suppose in that type three of game, or four occasions. where there's no long ball to play, kind of needed to, kind of had to. So, although I think we're we're looking at the passing and that type of thing is just a bit of a byproduct of the lineup and maybe something that's on glass. Um, Dave, you know um, my opinions on Hyam. I do not have high expectations for Hyam. Um, he exceeded my expectations. Well, he played I, well. I know he. It helps having. I think Alistair sent a tweet before the game saying um, that just listen to Skews and Skews will be sent. Just give it to a blue shirt the the whole game. But um, I thought Hyam was that he can he can perform a role if he's got someone just looking after him next a bit to him. Insur- a bit of insurance. Of course he can. Because again, uh, uh, so we all understand even now, probably because he's probably been spent most of the time in the gym. He's apparently still the fittest player at the club. And he, you know, he looked at, I thought he got around the pitch really well, did his job. But I thought on the night, I thought Ward was, uh, did you? I thought Ward was played really, really well on the night. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not quite as high. I'm not quite as high as you are. I'm, I've just been enjoying Carter Vickers the the just past the past few solid in a few games. It's but just yeah, solid. Yeah, and, oh, and, thing, and him. Ward is dependable though. When when Mick turns to Ward, and I always say when an away game is stretched, Ward is often our our best best Out player. There. Leads away, Sunderland away. Um, so there it goes, and it was kind of just good to get the next game out of the way after after that there game that we're not gonna. Yeah. Um... I mean, I suppose, uh, I mean, the Mick, I don't know, what did he have to say about, did I make any notes about that? I didn't really. Perhaps you should go back, actually, because after the game the previous Sunday, um, obviously on the Monday, the apology came out for his supposed language while celebrating Chambers' goal. An an apology for swearing on, swearing on television. Apology. Yeah. Camera really said the the comments weren't and you know forgot the cameras were there, and then and then of course we had his press conference. Um, well, no, then then after that, I think he came out the very next day. Sorry, might have been the same interview on the Monday, maybe the Tuesday. He admitted that the ongoing rift with some fans um, will come into his thoughts when he considers his future in the summer. Fair mm. enough. The press conference on Friday, Friday at eight a.m. Yeah, early. Early a bit talks, of a, early. A bit of a, so um, flying up as well. Aren't they flew yeah. up, I believe. Said he'll have talks with the owner over next month and says he won't be driven out by the small section of fans. So in those two or three days, that's it. They're not going to... Doesn't care about them. Thinks it is likely that Emmy will ask him to stay. Still got same desire as when he started out. Um, He's definitely throwing a few a few little bits in there. Um, Just pick up on this chat, small, small minority quote because our Twitter timeline obviously was full of that on on Friday. Now, mm. the question we we have to be self-aware and we have to be reflective here. Are people like you and me and people who tweet about it just all the time? Are we in an echo chamber? And is it actually uh is is he actually is he actually right? Is it a small minority? I don't think it is a small minority at all, is it? Because he's not. It isn't. No. No. Well, certainly if you look in if you look in recent seasons and the way the season ticket um season ticket holders have, have voted with their feet and I think most of them it's got nothing to do with anything else other than 
the, the the manager and certainly the style of football. I mean, we know that we we know that with people close to us, don't we? Um, I mean, interestingly, Stuart Watson. Okay, this is very much these things are very. Um, you can look at it. Well, say so you can. He's very much a sort of small. I think he did a small Twitter poll, but it's still the EADT, so fairly decent circulation. And um, yeah, the stays were 28% and the goes were 72. Hmm. Hmm. Um, just on the attendances, I mean, I'm sure someone will brutalise me on Twitter for saying it. Um, 2004-05, the average attendance was 24,000 or something. There, so uh, I you think being... if you if you looked at it, it's uh, you know, that's a. Uh, it'd be interesting to see who had the biggest percentage drop because drop, you yeah. could say. Mick was handed something that was Jewel. already on a. I think I think he probably was from Jewel, but 2004-5. Excuse the pun, but we really were being royally entertained, weren't we? My goodness, man. Yeah, but I mean, the point every... the point I'm making, Dave, is if I if I pick up something that's had a so when when did Mick come? 2012. A seven-year yeah. pattern of a number that's had a seven-year pattern of dropping. Yeah. Then yeah, I, mean, I guess it must have done from there. Yeah, it would have done. It would have done. Yeah, that was probably the peak. We missed out in the playoffs. And really, I think the season after we were close, was it maybe seventh? It was when Madjuton won all those home games, wasn't it? Yeah, and couldn't win away, could we? Um, I think we finished seventh. But other than that, it's been just dropping off, I believe. Yeah, in, in, mm-hmm. line, in line with our league position, really. I guess, um, I guess the argument they're going to have is, are these people who want him out, are they, A, spending money, and B going to stop spending money. That's the only thing that will that will sway Evans, won't it? If it's just people on Twitter who are not are a not a customer at the moment, and B not, it's not though, is it? From what you from what you read, it's it's not Ben. I don't think it is. No, it's gone. It's gone. It's gone deeper than that. Look, and again, I think Stuart Watson came on, um, went on to say that yeah, the season ticket renewals are certainly out by end of March, I believe. I think I've got that right. So, you know, something will have to be said. Yes, he's staying. No, yes, he's... One way or the other, something will have to be said. Well, Dave, it's just going to be interesting to see see how they market the season ticket renewals. Because, I mean, they they reneged on the um, early bird deadline last year. So, everyone's going to be thinking, well... I don't, I I think, don't, Dave, one sec. Everyone's going to be thinking, I don't care about your early bird deadline because you're going to extend it anyway. So don't don't threaten me with with that. Well, I think there's, you know. there's also been, um, I think um, Ian Milne's already intimated, I think I've heard him say, maybe it was on Mark Murphy's show, the Life's a Pitch show, that they're certainly going to have to rethink that over 60s thing that they did away. I mean, that was a massive, massive shoot on the foot last, um, last season. So I think they're going to rethink that for a start. Whether that will bring many back or not, I don't. I, you know, I just we, don't we, know. Dave, we see and a lot. Play we see a lot of. Um, we, sorry, we see a lot of things. Um, how say Cardiff or Bristol City run the top tiers of their stands? You just wonder whether they'll start not selling. I don't know, not selling parts of the ground. Parts of the ground and just bringing them on, bringing them on sale as and when the ground leads. Yeah, yeah, the um, grounds filled up and the numbers are there. I think the only way they can sell it. It will be on the young, and they've done this before, on the young players. So the likes of Dizel, Down. I guarantee there will be a picture to. of Andre Dizel on the season. Andre Dizel, Emma Hughes, perhaps. I know yeah. he's you know, young, but yeah, you know, the players that we haven't got. That's the only way they can sell it, Ben. Only way. No other way. And um, price freeze, price hike, price drop. What do you reckon? <laughs> 
Well, I don't. I don't see a price drop. Um, maybe a freeze, <laughs> but again, I wouldn't bet on it. I, I, it could be carnage, couldn't it? It could be absolute carnage. Interesting time. Well, we know what. Well, we'll see whether it will get to the point that it will, which we'll get to in a minute, as it was with Hull again yesterday. We'll see. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Blue Monday are delighted to be partnered with TalkSport Fan Network and NordVPN, giving you the best possible offering for browsing the internet securely. NordVPN opens up global streaming options for content not available in your region by switching your virtual location quicker than Wesburn's running down the wing. NordVPN acts like your cyber Sam Morsey whilst online, protecting your personal data and sensitive info like passwords and credit card details from falling into the wrong hands. For about the price of an ITFC match program a month or a Blue Monday Telegram subscription, you can get yourself a NordVPN account which can be used across six different devices. If you need to rapidly change direction like Amari Hutchinson, there's a 30-day money-back guarantee. To get the best discount off your NordVPN plan, go to nordvpn.com forward slash Blue Monday or click the link in the podcast or YouTube subscription to be taken straight there, supporting us here at Blue Monday in the process. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like home comforts. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home advantage with Mook Delivery. You win. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus. Serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Uh, Preston, we're going to the North East, Dave. And I didn't go, unfortunately. I've never been to Preston. That's one to tick off on my... Have you been to... I have been. I have been. I've been. I saw a cup game there in 19... Eons ago, 1980, I think we won, I don't know, 2-0, something like that. And I saw us lose 3-1 the there to the Nuge. He got a couple. I think DeVos scored for us. I think we went one up, but obviously Nugent was playing, so that didn't last long. Mm-hmm. Um, I just did a little bit, um, just a couple of midweek scores. I mean, the team we played last Sunday unbelievably did it again at Wolves, 96th minute again, I think. Derby 2, Leeds 2. Well, a bad point for Leeds. And Preston, I mean... Um, um, Villa won, well, not nearly, nearly spoiler alert. Villa won, Preston won, great result for Preston at um, Villa and down the bottom. Bolton won, Sunderland crap nil. So yeah, going into going into yesterday, um, yeah, Wolves still top, seventy three. Had a nine point lead over Cardiff and a thirteen point buffer over third place. Villa buffer, Warren buffer, Warren Buffett, Buffett. Uh, Preston. Uh, so here's your team, Dave and. Has Mick gone all Nuno Espirito Santo on us now? So, Bart in goal, uh, Chambers, yeah. Webster, Carter, Vickers, this back three. Um, Iorfa comes in for Spence. I think it's generally received that if you're going to play wingbacks, Iorfa may be better than Spence. He's got the edge, yeah, athleticism. <laughs> Buffett. Uh, Nudson left back. So, Skews and Connolly, the sitters, and a front three... Um, ish of Carroll, Garner and Waghorn and obviously we've seen Wolves 
take the league by storm with this um, packs of three going down the sides of the pitch, a wing back, a wide forward and the, the forward supporting. Is, is Mick late to the party or are you are you all over this system? <laughs> I don't know. I, I think he's late to the party. I think he's just going what he, going with what he had, really, really Ben. But yeah, um, certainly um, first half, it was worked absolutely wonderfully by the sound of it. Okay, so we're going off um, I follow highlights today. Not my yeah. My my notebook is empty, Dave. Oh no. Yeah. yeah. Um. So first half, uh, Preston corner. Connolly blocks the first uh, ball at the near post. Waghorn breaks the Preston line. That's counter attack. Ball that was. And a through ball to Carriel. He's running in on goal, 35 yards out. Um. Woods is chasing him back, and Carriel just does him really easily. He's 10 Mate. yards out. <laughs> Left foot shot, one on one. Um, bit of a bit of a swinger with the left foot. Um, rebound comes out. Oh, he power. gets the control, and unlike Kenneth Sahor, he pokes the um. Yeah. Pokes Very the similar, right foot. It? Yeah, um, it was. Yeah, yeah. Show composure. He could have easily smashed it again, but too much composure and um, too careful and just poked it wide. But he has got. Well, it'll, it'll yeah get even better in a minute. But he had. He's got some gas, hasn't he? Here. He is a fast runner. <laughs> <laughs> um, Barkhausen and John Swift. Um, Barkhausen and Pearson combine well from a throw-in. Um, gets back to Pearson. Lovely low cross in here. Um, Robinson goes down under pressure from Carter Vickers. Um, when anyone goes down with Carter Vickers, my brain immediately goes, "That is too strong for you." <laughs> you know an ox. He's an oxen, isn't he? Oh my god. Ref gives a corner. Um, first one gets dealt with. The next one comes in. Um, bit of a shallower angle because they play it back and. Brown is right in the six-yard box. He's probably Preston's best chance and a, a poor finish. It's just the ridiculous ball from... It's not the ridiculous ball from Pearson, is it? Who just like no, casually but, chips it in. No, one before No, that. this was a left foot. Yeah, that was the one before. Oh, okay. Um, but Sorry. Dave, we're going to go to a, a kind of mucky period of play in the middle and the ball's going to fall to Cole Skews and we're going to the goal. So you can take over, my friend. Yeah, Skews just sort of volleys one over his shoulder down the left channel, I guess, into, into a different position. Left bank, would it have been Woods? Uh, it I'm was not sure Woods, it Woods yeah, or Cunning? That's Woods. No, Woods. It was Woods, yeah. Who had a, <laughs> who, well, subsequently had a torrid time first half. Um, went to sort of, the ball bounced up, and as he went to sort of get a foot on it, um, I mean, just carry on, put the burners on, got his head to it, and he was gone. He's absolutely gone, left him for dead. Um, and a really, as a really nice way, it's an Henri type finish. The other one where he's running at an angle on the left hand side towards the, you know, towards the. Um, you can't set yeah, yourself the... though, Dave, can you? When when they're sprinting, the keeper can't set himself, can he? Oh, it's a great finish, and you know the player opens himself up. It's a really good skill. Opens himself up and passes it in the far corner. It's a great finish, which totally belied his rather poor finish some minutes before. But brilliant, brilliant finish. Great pace, and um, yeah, great, really great to see that. We like that and celebrating in front of. The town fans as well is even better. I've got a rule about wingers, though, Dave. I, I can't fall in love with wingers. They always let me down in the end. Well, um, my lad, um, Kieran, my youngest, who is, knows much, much more about football than I ever will and studies every single football game that's ever played, I think, says, Dad, Carriol will be Marmite. He will be absolutely brilliant. It'll be a bit like Jet to a, to a degree. Traore for Middlesbrough, yeah. He'll be absolutely... I won't use the, the un playable I'm not going to use that in any context he'll be but he'll be absolutely brilliant one week and totally awful the next there won't be anything in between 
Um, and just a quick shout out for these people who like to point out that Waghorn hasn't scored for ages and just completely rely on those statistics. Take another look at that goal. Um, Carroll goes through. What does Waghorn do? He cuts across the front of Davis to stop him being able to challenge. Yeah, people don't people don't notice these little things that just just help him because Davis could have dived in and gone for the block there. Clever run. So uh, one nil. Um, Carroll blistering run down the left here. Poor old Woods um, leaves him standing. As I like, like bloody road runner versus Wiley Coyote, wasn't road it? Runner versus me. Um, Rushed almighty. Cuts it back right. for Waghorn onto the left. Great foot. challenge. Good block by um, Cunningham, wasn't it? Cunningham, yeah. Um, That's a challenge. Carriel, another nice link up with Waghorn. Ball down the line. Waghorn stands it up, Dave, to the far post. Garner, Garner goes up with Cunningham. Neither of them really get anything on it, do they? Falls for Iortha. He has one touch and... Good effort. Kind of hits it side foot... Um, Volley. I wanted to. I wanted to have a pop at him, but I looked. No one made a good run. If Connolly takes two steps back, but he's not a forward, then I offer's got someone to possibly he square he's it got to. Have but, a go there, and it was yeah. not a bad effort. Just um, just hit the like the face of the goal, didn't it? And um, deflected deflected away. Yeah. Um, knocked off to Skew's way out. Long range, as usual from Skew's good technique. Straight at Rudd yeah. and Dave on <laughs> 38 minutes. Callum Woods is substituted <laughs> and Callum Robinson is as well. And Harapanel comes in. So that's real evidence that, um, well, we can already say that Carroll's going to be our star man for this game. Uh, corner for Preston. Um, Bart kind of gets stuck behind Garner and Connolly bashing into each other. Um, the ball then goes past him and just flies past the, past yeah. the far post there, Dave. Um, excuse and Davies both take a booking at the end of the first half. Um, Looked like they could have been 2 0 up easily in that oh, one, Dave. Two or three. Two or three, by all accounts, and not undeserved. Um, but then, of course, <laughs> shock horror, but we understand why, but shock horror at half time as the players trot out for the second half. Um, Luke Hyam <laughs> comes on for Mustafa Carriel. And this is where we've got to tell some of our lovely Twitter followers to just, just calm down a little bit because Mick, Mick does often make the right decisions and when you've got a player playing that well so the explanation from Carriel is that he didn't do any training until Friday he only did 45 minutes on Friday was all he did and it was a gamble Um, he had a by all accounts had a rather aggressive stomach bug hmm so um yeah so Mick takes him out and presumably so we can see him maybe two, three times um, next so. week. We'll get on to that. Um, good counter from uh, Ipswich here and we're into the second half. Skews with an intercept and a give and go. Ball out to Waghorn. Waghorn, what we love about him is how direct he is. You've mentioned it, Dave. Um, early ball. Um, Iorfa's got the got the afterburners on. Um, sprints through, but Rudd's really quickly off his line. Very similar to the Selena and Etheridge. Yeah, uh, midweek. One. I know I was going to say, first half, did they show just before the end of the foot, maybe about 40 minutes, when Waghorn was pulled down. when um, and almost Not on follow, no. No, they didn't. Almost listened to it on, uh, on Suffolk. He was pulled down. It almost seemed like Davis was the last defender. And Brenner, Brenner, William, Matthews go, oh, straight red, he's off. He's got to go, straight red. But then apparently they re, they sort of re-looked at it and you could see the, apparently the ref gave a yellow because both players were like falling, if you know what I mean. How Waghorn fell at... It sounded like, and I didn't see it, I don't think they played it, almost sounded like how Waghorn fell at Norwich, you know, when he was, when I think, was it close or Zimmerman caught up with him, didn't he, when he went through almost a one-on-one. I want to talk about one. that game. 
Oh, sorry, I forgot to mention it. <laughs> sorry, and don't um, mention anyway. Dumbledore. So there was there was a bit of talk about that. There, there, so, but uh, yeah, okay. Now they didn't show that because apparently yesterday was the game that you could have watched was the legally streamed live game yesterday. Oh, why didn't anyone tell me? I know, and I didn't know. Oh, I would have watched that. Someone tell me sorry. next time. Um, yeah, I was please. I was in like the most boring sound check that went on from. Joking. Three and three till five. No, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't realise till someone. Um, I, I saw someone post it afterwards. Um, Cunningham and Pearson exchange. Cunningham in off the right, decent contact, but you got there's big pole in the goal. He's you, you know you got to do better than that. Um, Bowden in for Horgan, Sears in for Garner. Uh, Preston are playing in front of Ipswich. Pearson and Brown, who I'm sure you'll you'll like their passing, Dave. Um, after Earl, he's over on the right, better shot than Cunningham, but. There's still the big pole is still in the goal and he's going to save that, isn't he? he is. Um, ball looks like it's gone out. This is right at the end. Um, with Malt, um, the cross ends up going over and Barkhausen. I guess Nudson. He's in between Nudson and uh, Webster. I guess Nudson must have lost him and he heads weakly to Bart's left. Dave, do you want to give me your um feedback or should we go to the should we go to the spies? Um, oh, just quickly, yeah, great win, great win. Um, bit unexpected, only their second defeat in 17. <laughs> I mean, we just do it, don't we? You know, when, when everything seems, you know, very low, very flat, it's the it's the hope that kills you. It's the hope that kills you. And and Bristol City lost the game earlier. It's the hope that gets it anyway. Go on, yeah, go to the spies. Um, so this is Harvey Davies on Facebook. He oh. says, don't have the opportunity to go to many away games. So thought I'd give you and Dave my thoughts today. Man of the match, Carter Vickers. What an absolute rock from start to finish. And playing in a three has really helped. Carriel sent the Preston North end right back for a hot dog on multiple occasions in the first <laughs> half and looked very good. Um, I offer good going forward, but still a bit suspect defensively for me. Same with Knudsen. Uh, Waggy had an off day and you could tell Garner wasn't fit. Um, I love Connolly, but he's much better in a three. The only downside of formation that I think more or less suits us down to the ground. Subs played their part. Hyam did what Hyam does. In regards to the substitution, we were also losing the midfield battle, so I can see the sense in it. All in all, a great three points, despite my heart rate going through the roof in final few minutes. Looking forward <laughs> to the pod. Thanks, Harvey. Um, yeah, this, good. Back, this back three, good Dave, um, have you got... You've got a strong guy, you've got a leader guy, and you've got a passer guy. They've all got different... They're like, they're like the Marvel... Um, whatever... The Perfect, Avengers right. Assemble X-Men, Avengers, whatever they're whatever called, they're yeah, called. Or, uh, um, yeah, superheroes. Yeah, it's, is, it's, 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 they seem to suit one another perfectly. And what is interesting, um, the manager has come out. I think I read this last night in his post-match interview, where he said that, look, in a five, they're my, that's my three, in a, in a, you know, in a back three, they're my three. But he said, you know, at the moment, if I was going back to a, you know, two centre halves, it would be Carter Vickers and Chambers. It wouldn't be Webster at the moment. That's I, I don't really see... You can't really argue with that, can you? Huh? It's, it's really hard. I really love Webster. But uh, uh, this is Mullet um, on Twitter. Uh, Mick got the lineup and tactics spot on. We completely dealt with Preston's strength from play to ours. Carriel was not only exciting, but linked well with others, especially Wagon, um, and deserved more than just his goal. Second half adjustments was response to their double sub and losing him, which showed Alex Neal had been outthought. Uh, Town were very safety first, but Webster and Carter Vickers were masterful at the back and skews his usual self to see them off. We didn't do enough to press for another in the second half, and again it was down to who was available. However, we got the result, the best of the previous two games play deserved. 
Doubling a side so hard to beat says a lot about the kind of performance we can put in. Mixed mm. situation still clear as mud. Anything on that, Dave? Not really. Another good, another good review, really. Yeah. Uh, and Kieran, who um, went to on Sunderland, helped us out. Uh, very positive, played well, and could have had three or four on another day. Poor Preston side. Um, home fans got frustrated. Never looked dangerous. Overall, very happy, and it deserved three points. Carroll, though, what a player, Kieran. Don't get excited about wingers. <laughs> I, I sound like I sound like his, yeah, his, his old know-it-all uncle. Him. Yeah. Um, Carter Vickers, my man in the match. So he, um, lot of love for Carter Vickers, Dave. I mean, didn't you think? I mean, we saw a little bit of a um, a little um, cameo from ca- cameo from Carrier at Burton, didn't we? He came on against Burton, which was very very poor, but but he showed a couple of times. There was a couple of bursts there. He got to the line. He thought, oh hello, and I think he had only were, were um, only worthwhile effort. Remember, he came off the right and hit a left foot shot wide from about twenty five yards. So you could see, you thought, mm, okay, well. And, um, and- Dave, the whole idea of this system is when you play a wide guy and a wing back, and this is what people like Cavaliero and Doherty and uh, so well. uh, Douglas and um, Costa and whatnot Costa. Yeah. do well at Wolves, is that. So if you have two wide guys, if the wing back gets the ball and comes forward, um, then that creates space one way. But the best way is the wide guy gets the ball, the wing back then goes inside him and pulls the full back away. And just double it. I know. I know it sounds stating the bleeding obvious that if you overload one area, but that's how Wolves have done it all season. But we did that's, it. That's why Douglas and Doherty have got so many assists and things for them. Yeah. No, it was great. Great result. I did not see that one coming. I did not see that one coming at all. But super. Um, let's just go to a few, um, few more tweets. Uh, Ollie Friston mixed emotions over Preston win decisions to swap Carroll and Hyam and see out the second half was vindicated, but it's exactly the kind of negative approach that fans hate. Still a much-needed win and proof that we can play good stuff and take it to other teams. I think it was um, forced on us, but... uh, um, Dan Johnson, second game I've been able to see this season, being at uni in Leeds and living in Cheshire. Very attacking in the first half. Carol Wagon and Ghana looked so positive, and we were solid at the back. Went back to the boring football in the second half, but it seemed to work. Steve Sparrow, great win. Back in the playoff hunt. I doubt it. Too many teams between us and sixth place. Uh, would have liked to see us push for another goal. Mick does himself no favours with those sort of substitutions. Uh, Tricky McTrickerson. Preston. It's Justin, isn't it? Is it? Yeah. I didn't realise. Uh, yeah. Preston. Classic Mick. Tactical masterclass first half. Reacted to Alex Neal's double sub by shutting up shop. Loving the four goals conceded in last eight with four clean sheets. No coincidence since Carter Vickers has come in. Yeah. Um, George, goals still few and far between, especially considering the wasted chances today. Uh, Mark Wesley, is that is that Wes? Wesley Mark. Yeah. Yeah, Jordan's mate, Wes, yeah. Uh, decent, he's, he's up there, yeah. Decent enough first half. Town on top, but reverted to classic mix style in the second half. Why doesn't he go for the juggler and kill teams? Um, I'll do this again. Thank you very much if you tweeted no, in. There's, there's, a, there's another million there so it's, it's still a bit of a sense though that um i mean i feel a bit sorry for mick on that instance if you play well and beat a team in one half and shut up shop for the second half but teams still want, game. yeah teams still want the fans uh, rather a, a performance i think i think what i did really he also came out and said that carrier was never ever going to play more than an hour 
because he, you know, he just wouldn't have been up to it. As you said, he only had 45 minutes, 45 minutes on the training pitch, so he's never going to play in 45. And very much it was in deference to. And fair play to Neil, you know, right, it didn't ultimately it didn't work, but very rarely do you see someone after what half an hour or whatever it was give two, give two players the thirty eight uh, minutes. Fair play. Anything to him. before half time is humiliating. Well, for the... one, but two. I mean, two doesn't yeah, happen. right. So, wow. um, you know, that says a lot about Mick and how we set up. And um, no, great, really, really good result. I mean, just I mean, it's, he does it time and time again. Just as when you think. Well, he's going to get real. We're going to lose one nil or two nil there, and he's going to get well and truly buried. This is it. Do you think comes up with it, mate? Do you think at any point we're going to see two wing backs, <laughs> Selena one side, Carriel the other, and Garner in the middle? Do you think we'll see that at any point? Oh dear, no, I don't think. So. But that's how Wolves do it with two out and out speedy guys <laughs> on the. Unless unless injuries, unless he's forced to by injuries, I don't. I'd, Obviously, I'd, that I'd, means no I'd, Waghorn. Um, no, no, I think, and, and when Wake, all right, he left him out. He left him out uh, midweek, but I think it sounded like he was back to his. All right, he didn't score yesterday, but back to his uh, his sort of busy best, certainly by his, um, you know, his passing and his uh, general play yesterday. So no, I'd be very surprised unless injury uh, injury forces that. Wouldn't you love it? You have a go next Saturday against Hull, all guns blazing. But you'd yeah. literally have to play about five of them. Although I suppose McGoldrick not being around. But this is the thing. Um, like you you said, Dave. It, going back to four two three one means Webster is dropped. He's out. So, yeah. um, and I, I think, think it given, the, I think... given the success, sorry to cut you off, Dave. Given the yeah, success, um, like uh, Justin said, four goals in um, conceded in eight games. Mick's going to be like, no, back three and and the two and the two wingers. Yeah, backs. I think so. I mean, the, the flip side of that, someone said, and I think I read this right, is only two home goals in seven games scored. Mm. Um, I mean, just, that's more the Also, stat. people saying about this half and half, you and I both sat here talking about the Wolves game, saying, wasn't that brilliant by Nuno? In the first half, he beat us. In the second half, he dropped his wing back, in, went 5-4-1, and we yep. were applauding it. So, yep. you know, the, you yeah. can't have it both ways. No, it um, sounded like, certainly from what from the highlights and what you saw on iFollow, that we, we seemed to keep them at arm's length, didn't we? All the saves that Bart made, as you said, were comfortable ones for him. The Bartster. The Bartman. Um, Bartmeister. Right, Bartmeister General. You know, you and I like to waffle. There's about 7,000 goals in this championship roundup. So, main narrative for each game and moving swiftly on. Fulham 2. Woo, woo, <laughs> Fulham 2. Hit. Wolves nil. Um, lovely stuff from Fulham. Um, 12 wins in 17. Dave, are they going to catch Cardiff? I don't know. Well, well, yeah, Cardiff played today, and well, spoiler alert, we'll get to that next. But uh, I don't know. Are they going to catch Wolves? Going to say, <laughs> um, um, yeah. ridiculous Sessignon again. Thirteen. He scored eight in 2018. Sessignon just warming up to get that um, Gareth to give him a call for the World Game Cup. On the plane. Just three wins in the last eight, and buffer to third buffer. Um, again, there's that word again. Cut to um, cut to ten points. Cardiff 1, Bristol City 0. So Warnock has, right at the correct time, four wins and four clean sheets on the trot. Um, fortunately for Bristol City, 7th, 8th, 9th and 10th, none of them won. No, yeah, well, yeah, good good for us. I think we're only, we're only six points off it. Um, what that has done, though, is cut Wolves lead to six points. Wow. Um, imagine they didn't win, win, win that um, title. It would be incredible. I it? mean, Wolves... Um, Three wins in eight. 
All right, there's been some draws. Bristol City, one win in ten. Not good form. Not uh, good form. Wednesday, good form. Wednesday two, Villa four. Um, so this is a week after watching Villa and saying me saying, oh, they're very stiff and very tight. They do a four-two away win with lots of comeback. It looks like Bruce has gone full four-four-two on it as well. So they expect them to open up a little bit there. Um, great goal in there by Hurahan. Such a great finish. You see it uh, for the three-two goal. Such a good bit, and it looked like Snodgrass is sort of on a slightly different. Um, oh, he is. He's certainly plane. on a different pay like scale, said. if what you read is well, <laughs> is correct as well. I mean, some of the stats. Um, I mean, Snodgrass increasing influence, seven goals, ten assists. Wow. Um, Tom Lawrence Claxon alert, Reading three, Derby yeah. three. Um, Dave, listen to this. In the past four games, Cardiff have gained nine points on Derby. Derby have taken. Uh, three draws and a defeat in those four. Um, and Cardiff have won all of them. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, they've, yeah. Um, and then well, the, they're now, as of today, seven points. God, um, imagine, second, seven points ahead of Derby. Imagine a Villa Derby playoff semi final. 180 <laughs> minutes of just attrition. Attrition. Good word. Yeah. And and a nice, nice uh, Tom Lawrence goal there. And Liam yeah. Kelly smashed one in that you would have liked as oh, well. Oh, that's a lo- lovely goal. Lovely oh, goal. Keep it got, got a slight hand to it. Though. <laughs> yeah, agreed. Uh, where do you start with this one, Dave? Sunderland three, Borough three. Two red cards, six goals. Leadbitter, Williams, and a 96-minute equaliser. Yeah, one thing I thought of that. I almost take. I forgot. I was, I was on the point of texted Graham yesterday when I said, "You're right about Johnny Williams. He scored." Oh, he's <laughs> um, he's on the comeback trail here. Yeah. Ridiculous goal from Bamford in that game. All right, defenders oh, are a bit. Ah, the Zidane, the Roulard. Defenders Amazing. are a bit statue, statue, statue-like, but ridiculous goal. Yeah, yeah light feet. Um, and a very rare goal for. Um, Glenn Whelan, his first since 2007. And a very comedy celebration at the end from Callum McManaman, apparently. Did you see the Pulis quote? I did, yeah. <laughs> I didn't see the quote. I saw the celebration. What did Pulis oh, say? Oh, West Brom. Didn't pick him. Then went, where else did he go? Somewhere else he went. They didn't pick him. And he's now at Sunderland. I mean, they don't pick him. <laughs> oh, is that what Pulis said? Yeah. Yeah, nice. Um, Dave, Hull beat Sheffield United on Friday night. Chris Wilder comes out and says that he thought his team were in with a chance of the playoffs, but having seen that, he knows that they're not good enough and he basically buried them on TV after the game. Um, what's he doing? Psych, is that a, a psych, a psyching them up? Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. I think it was just heat at the moment. Um, more points, more points drop again. I didn't really, I haven't really got their latest stats, but yeah, they've been dropping points. And Still bunched up there a bit. Isn't it, on for them. the way to That's, Portman Road it's one. Yeah. Looking at it, Ben, it looks like there's one, I'm sure there's one place to play for there, um, and that is sick. But the uh, well, obviously, <laughs> that's sick. Uh, Leeds one, Brentford nil. Leeds first win in eleven. Dave, my beloved Millwall, are now above Ipswich, Mate, and they're in great they're in it, form. I missed Ben Marshall there. I missed him being yeah, there. Yeah, he's just yeah, he's um, lovely. Wearing signing. number forty-four. I see. I'm a proper Millwall fan. Um, right, we're going to mention Norwich now with their fourth, <laughs> fourth draw in a row at home to um home to Bolton and I know we're looking out for it now but all the highlights are all just Madison as well exactly what Jordan said that earlier to me he said what the everything is Madison literally every single move where are they be um 
I mean, that's a bad result. I mean, all right, that's 75% of the ball. We all know stats. But <laughs> against Bolton, whose away record reads 1-1, drew 6, lost 10, 4-9, away 30. That's not a great result, is it? And comedy from Farker at the end apparently got hold of the ball after I think they had some sort of penalty shout right at the end denied. And the ball broke to him and he wellied it up in the stand, apparently. <laughs> got, got, and then got sent to the stands, sent to the stands to go and fetch it. Almost. He got sent to the stands, yeah. It was one of those wow. angry ones. We've got the ball and just volleyed it. Know, classic. Wow. Um, yeah, oh. fizz, fizzling out for fizzling out for poor little poor little Norwich. Oh, I don't want to talk. Well, about he's that. got it. You know, four wins. Four, sorry, four draws on the spin. You know, another another couple of wins amongst there. You know, four more points there, and they're right in the mix, aren't they? Mm. Uh, Rangers two, Forest five goals galore. None for your favourite Kieran Dowell though, but Lee oh, Tomlin, our particularly skillful tubby player. Yeah. Um, put a couple in and Matt Smith looks like he's playing well. Yeah, two for Tomlin and an assist there. A bit of a kind of already demob happy game. I mean, it's one, crazy. It? it was crazy yesterday for goals. Um, so Forrest, so two. Forrest, five goals away after failing to score in eight of their previous ten games. <laughs> what the hell? Brilliant. What the hell is that about? Um, there was a bit more, though, on Birmingham v Barnsley. What are Birmingham doing? <laughs> they seem to be sailing, but, uh, but then so they're now in the bottom three again. Um Nice assist for uh, Kiefer Sutherland, Dudley Moore. Oh, he got one, did he? Has he scored yeah, yet? Nodded, no, nodded no. one down for um, that McBurney. He was having a fine old time. I think he's on loan from Swansea. Yeah, he, he scored a penalty and then a second. And then, um, he yeah. missed a penalty, didn't he? And he has, oh, no, yeah, sorry, sorry, missed a penalty. Yeah, got one, missed a penalty. It's got a second. And then, um, yeah, apparently crowd venting their feelings at the end towards Cottrell. Cottrell. Um, big win for Big win for Barnsley at that point. Now, here comes your extrapolation, Dave. Ipswich, 13th position. Um, so that's three above last season. 48 points from 34 games. 1.411 points per game. Projects 64.94. So looking at 65 points, hopefully. Uh, top goals. Well, uh, Carroll is not in the argument. So Garner, 10. Wagon 10. Selena 8. McGoldrick, 8. Top assist. Skews is on the board. He's in now. He's he's got one. Um. So Waghorn still oh, up, got the top that there with, course, with yeah. eight. Uh, Nudson seven. Amazing. Uh, Ward five. McGoldrick four. Top minutes. Bart Nudson. Chambers. Garner. Skews. Let's go to the Nasdaq. Oh. Dave. Nasdaq. Um. So follow James at James Dak underscore ninety nine. Um. <laughs> I think we know where this is going, don't we? Um, James has two bets every week, um, uh, two £5 bets, one on Ipswich and one on the Championship. What do you think he went for yesterday, Dave? I think he went for a draw yesterday. I went for a draw and I was wrong. No, you were wrong. James Dack was not wrong because he went for an Ipswich win. Oh! Bye. Wow. And two was... goals. <laughs> <laughs> Just an Ipswich, Ipswich to win. Wow, in so. 90 minutes. James, um, mate. So he also had a treble, Dave. Do you want to hear how that went? Go. Leeds to beat Brentford cashback. Ka-ching, uh, ka-ching. Villa to beat Wednesday in off the red. Ka-ching, 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 Derby to beat Reading. I'll drop my pencil. Yeah, <sighs> I did that and hit my little airplane microphone thingy. Damn it. Unlucky, James, Damn but the Nasdaq is up and has been up for, for, yeah. a, little, for a little while yet. So, um, yeah, well done. Well done, James. Um, nice one, James. What fun. did you, uh, is this in your? Because I, I did have a look at that prediction league. You were, I think, you were lying second. 
Yeah, I think. Um, what did you go for? Just eight. You don't not the result. What, what, no, what result did you go for? A one-one yesterday. Yeah, I got asked to do it by the by the guy at the paper, and I'm like, oh, that'll be a bit of fun. And then the first two games, I got both the results right, and then it's like, oh, now I'm gonna have to take this seriously. And then I've been terrible since I got the first two right. But then I so don't. Did it actually start? First game, no, 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 start it started before the Wolves game, possibly. All oh, right, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so yeah, and I think my form in that is going to mirror Ipswich's over the season. <laughs> you know, blistering start and then just, just regression sort of level, level out to the level, mean. Yeah. Level. Um, shall I have a word with him? Do you want to take that over next season off me? I'll have a go. Yeah, a bit yeah, of fun. It's, it's, no, it's not, Dave. It's stressful. You, you worry, yeah. You worry about looking you, stupid. Well, I do. I'm a very insecure person. That's what. That's why I do a podcast on the internet. Called out YouTube. every week. I was called out. Was I called out last night for? Oh yeah, somehow on the history pod, I was convinced. Don't get me wrong. I was convinced that Ipswich had three five nil wins on the trot around that Norwich game back in '98. And they Stat scored five me, three times in a row. Yes, I know they did, but somehow I just got them a heed that they're all were five nil. And then, because do you know when you're doing an opposite stat, when I, when you do make a fucking pile like that, and obviously stat knows it's wrong, stat doesn't, he's brilliant, because he doesn't correct you immediately, sort of, you see him panic and think, hang on, this is not right. Yeah, this <laughs> is start the to fidget. Start excellent, to fidget. Um, this week in ITFC history podcast, which um, you should listen to. Mate, should, should, should everybody, everybody should listen to that. Look out for one in the coming weeks where um, I do a terrible Geordie impersonation. Okay. It's awful. Awful. Is it cultural appropriation? Will the social justice leftist loonies be after you, Dave? They'll be all over me like a rash, believe oh me. Well, look out. Why I? Why I, pet? Look out for that. That's not bad, is it? I'm blind, Dex. See, I can't do it. As we've said before, all my impressions Blade, are man. all my impressions are Ringo Starr. That's it. They all just end up. <laughs> what Ringo Starr? Hello, Thomas. Yeah, exactly. Right. Um, what have we got? Where have we well, one way that this podcast is superior to this week in ITFC history, apart from having me on it, is that you also get the excellent game Two Little Ducks on this podcast. So yeah, that's an excellent um, game. We're going to play Two Little Ducks now. It's Dave's turn to play this week. As you can see, he's just glazed over with a kind of anxiety. Um, make sure we can see what you're doing, Dave, so you're not cheating. Um, there he is. Um, so two little ducks. The rules are: I've picked a game from Ipswich Town history. Um, hopefully that Dave was at because um, he gave me a nice softball last week. Um, and Dave has to name as many of the 22 players that started the said game of football, um, and he has to get a streak. So as soon as he says a wrong one, game over. That's his goose, and he is out. Now, Dave, there's a bit of context for this because you nearly mentioned this game earlier in the podcast and Dave this is the game that you've identified as being the one that most changed Ipswich's recent history we're going to Wednesday the 18th of May 2005 Ipswich Town versus West Ham playoff final playoff semi-final second leg um, the game finished 2-0 to West Ham okay Dave not, yeah, you're gonna do, you not doing the, the away leg now? I will do the plugs. Um, we've already plugged uh, This Week in ITFC History, which um, if you subscribe to this feed on ACAS or iTunes, you can catch. You also can catch my preview shows as and when we do them. They normally come out on Friday night, Saturday morning sort of time with an opposition fan. Um, if you do subscribe on ACAS or iTunes, then um, give us a five-star oh, review and you can actually follow us on um, ACAS. What? Um, sorry, sorry, now I'm talking to myself. Who's in yeah, goal for West Ham? No, go on. Think, well, I've got it sorry. written down in front here. I know exactly who it was. Um, I wouldn't have got that one um, 
anyway. You wouldn't. No, I'm, I'm yeah. kind of helping you there, so I shouldn't do that, should I? Um, on YouTube, um, Dave, we've gone over 2,000 subscribers on YouTube, so thank you everybody who has subscribed, and thank you for all the wonderful views we've had the past few weeks. So give us a subscribe on there. You'll get my match reviews, um, and all of these podcasts are up there, except this week in ITFC history. Um, you follow us on Facebook. Um, I'm going to stop plugging your Twitter, Dave, because you don't use it enough. So you can follow oh. you can follow Dave on at Twitter. Dave but Diamond 3. I'll at David to. Diamond 3, but he needs to start saying stuff in in a Geordie voice. Um, I'm on Twitter at Benjamin Bloom, but more importantly, our lovely brand is at Blue Monday ITFC there. Dave, have I padded for long enough? Yeah, good padding. Thank you. Good padding, like like a good like a good bra. (laughs) Well fitted. Well well fitted. Let me just (coughs) press this button on my iPad so hell was our other centre off? Okay, Dave, are you ready? So, Dave is going to name as many of the 22 players that started the game. This is the playoff semi-final second leg at Portman Road, Wednesday, 18th of May, 2005. Ipswich nil, West Ham 2. Dave, shoot. You cut out, actually. Have you started answering? I can't hear you. Kelvin Davis. Kelvin Davis, good. One. Jason DeVos. Two. Darren Bent. Three. Come on, Dave. Tommy Miller. Four. Shefki Coochie. Five. Uh, Ian Westlake. Six. Good answer. Tommy Miller. You've already said Tommy Miller. Have I? Yep. Oh, oh no. Um, Who scored the goals? Oh, no, I know who scored the goals. Um, <clears throat> Harewood. Marlon Harewood. Seven. Bobby Zamora. Eight. Oh, <clears throat> the centre back. Um, Elliot Ward. Nine. This is good. The record is thirteen. <clears throat> I'm not going to get there. I don't think. Um, Jimmy Jilton. Ten. Come on, Dave. Come on. That's out. Wait a minute. West Ham. West Ham. Wait. 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 I love it. Looking goal. West Ham. Oh man. Uncover your mic, Dave. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> You're on would 10. Have been go- you said you'd never have got the goalkeeper. Yes, I'm going to help you here. Dave, move on from the goalie. Okay. Um, no, I've hit a wall. Hang on. I'm going to say something stupid now. For- Can Who I give play? you more clues? Think, Dave, think back to the first leg. First leg. Um, who scored for them? They were 2-0 up, weren't they? I've got to time you out in a minute, Dave. You're on 10. You're doing ever so well. Uh, I'm not sure this is right because I think it was the year before. Matt Etherington. Yes, 11. Come on. Um, <laughs> Come on. Etherington. Um, oh, no. Drissa Diallo. Unlucky. That's a round of applause for that one. Ladies and gentlemen, that game, that's a, that's a goose. Drissa Diallo is not there. Um, that game is 13 years ago, Nyan. Dave. Kelvin Davis, I don't believe you said Fabian Wilness. Oh, no. <laughs> Matt Richards. Uh, Jason DeVos. Richard Naylor was your other centre oh. Uh Matt Richards. Dave Darren Curry, one of your favourites. Oh, no. Uh, Majilton Miller, Westlake, Bent, Kooky. You did very well yeah. on. Um, 
Jimmy Walker, I believe. Oh yeah, Walsall. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, Thomas Repka, one of your uh, brother-in-law's favourites. Um, oh, Anton yeah, Ferdinand, Elliot Ward. Um, it oh. says Powell here. Is that Chris Powell? Yeah. Wow. Uh, Hayden, wow, Powell. Hayden Mullins. Oh my God. Carl Fletcher, former oh, yeah. Ipswich Bob. Town player, Nigel Rio Coker. <sighs> And Harewood and Zamora up front. Dave, that was a bloody good effort. Um, That's too bad. Best, best one so far. Best yeah. one so far. 11. Yeah. Very good. I know you love that team. So good good job on that, Dave. Oh, um, I should have got. I can't believe I left out Sir Darren of the Curry. And there you go. Um, so Shocker. Dave scored 11. So do tweet us in being as honest as you can. How did you get on? Um, did you beat Dave's 11 or did you get a much earlier goose? Um Dave, how is Mick going to play this next week coming up? So it's Hull on the 3rd, then yeah. Sheffield Wednesday away on the 6th, and then Sheffield United on the 10th. Saturday the 10th. Am yeah, I going to drive to Sheffield Wednesday to watch Ipswich play a reserve team? <laughs> you could, you possibly will. I think he'll mm. go for it. Not go for it. I think he'll play the strongest possible side against Hull. And what we said about Hull, I think we haven't mentioned no reason why, but um, really sad retirement for that Ryan Mason. Okay. Yeah. Who um, it's a bad one, wasn't it? Fractured his skull. I think he collided with Cahill, wasn't it? Awful. And just couldn't couldn't come back. I see he's now been on. He's on been on in an, on, on and off Sky Sports. Got to do summarising. So I think they perhaps picked him up. But yeah, that was that was really um, that is really bad. Currently 20th, um, just um, after their win over Sheffield United. I think they're three points above the drop. But again, another protest on um, at the home game by the, I think it's the Alam Alam family, family that, yeah. that run that runs Hull. Fair, fairly symmetry. They've been in charge since 2010. Mm. Uh, um, so yeah, um, and obviously got uh, one of our faves, um, Nigel Adkins, in charge. Wow, Camel Grzycki, look out for him on the. Didn't, on the um, he was well. on the bench yesterday. Yesterday they went McGregor, Ina Dawson, McDonald, Claire, Seb Larson, Jackson Irving's good player. I like him. Larson, Jared Bowen, Jared Bowen has probably been their best player of the season. Evandro. Diamandi and Dicko, so still a decent side. And players on the bench: Grzycki, Terrell, John Terrell, Fraser Campbell, Michael Hector, who seems to have lost his um, lost his way a bit. Um, yeah, it won't be easy there because they, you know they've got an experienced experienced team. Terrible away, played 17, won two, drew five, lost ten. Ouch. So yeah, oh, awful poor, away. Just marginally better than better than. I think Bolton was it I described earlier their away record. Marginally better than them. So can I, can I make a prediction, Dave? Go on. Three at the back for all three of the games. Um, yeah. And the back five will only change. He'll either go, I offer Spence, I offer, or Spence, I offer Spence. And we'll definitely see Sears and Ward on Tuesday night at Sheffield Wednesday, won't we? Yeah, it's probably probably a good chat. You say you're going to Chef, Chef Wednesday? Yeah, I'm going to all of them. Um, oh, nice and, one. Uh, Are you meeting up with, did I see you meeting up with... Um... Uh, Daryl... Um, Barrel from uh, that'll probably Jackson be for the Reading for the Reading Miami, game. Florida. Yeah, yeah. I don't know whether we'll catch Mitch Shepherd Wednesday. I don't know how early. When's, I'm gonna... a, when's the Reading game? Um, I guess the following following no Bristol City the following week. Reading I don't I don't know if he's coming back. I, I don't know what's happening there. Oh, Reading's end of April. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I'm wrong about that. Um, cool. Uh, I've completely lost my place now. Yeah. Right, just look just looking at the games. Another game I might try and certainly try and get to is um. Brentford on Saturday the seventh of April. Nice and close for me. Yeah, I'll definitely be yeah. at that one. Yeah. Okay. Um, do, do you think um, just quickly with Selena that now Mick's going to start taking the view of, well, 
he's not going to get us. He's not going to get us promoted. Um, so straight, I need to look straight. longer term, and that, that's going to be why Selena's going to be on the bench a lot now, and potentially straight between him and Carrier. Well, Selena can play both sides, can't he? Yeah. But um, I'd just be interested to see it at one point. Um, both of them. Both of them starting. Even if you go four three three and give yourself an insurance that's policy, that's Dave. That's going to be your thing for to bring to our net now in the end of no, the season. Dave, I'm saying, look, just just look at this. Imagine this: if you go more four three three and you stick Hyam Connolly and Skews or Hyam Gleeson and Skews in midfield, and yeah. then Waghorn, Waghorn Organa, and then Cariel and uh, Selena, and just yeah. say, look, we're going to play direct passes to the side of the pitch <laughs> and just attack that way. Um, love to see it. I'd like, well, I'd like to see it. See what happens. Providing the providing the bullets for Garner, you mean? Well, or love you could go it. for the real movement, and you could put Waghorn in there. And especially when you're doing Saturday, Tuesday, Saturday, Tuesday, you've you've got a reason to take Garner out every every now. And then. I, I, don't I know. think whatever whatever happens between now and now and then, if that does happen, there's going to be to to quote you, there's going to be some sort of different, some sort of odd narrative coming up any day soon, because surely some announcement is going to be made, isn't it? We shall see. But anyway, it's going to a be win. cataclysmic either way, probably, won't it? Well, not if he leaves, I suppose. But yeah. mm-hmm. We'll see. Um, for those who want him to leave, though, um, no announcement is because they're not. They would announce him staying early, but they won't announce him leaving early. So for those that want him to leave, no news is good news. No. Um, and um, did you see Chris Chris Iwilumu on the uh, on the football show last night? Who came out with a "Be careful what you wish for." Oh. I think that upset that upset one or two. <laughs> well, I've I've said it before. It's just not an it's not an intelligent enough analysis to say if you change something, it could go wrong. No, because well, it could no. go. Cause it no. could I go think wrong. that's more. I think that's more. Perhaps he's getting that from other other fans of other clubs of. And who was Chris? Who was Chris Iwilumu's manager at Wolves? certainly was and Chris Urolumo now works in the media where you need to have as many contacts in the game as possible so it's just you know cheap, cheap shot whatever you know whatever yeah. right Dave we've done 81 minutes ridiculous um, double week game it's going to be the same in a fortnight so we'll try and do a nice um, short one next time so and we'll be interested to get your thoughts and you got your reading assignment Dave I need you to I had, read yeah, that here yeah, no, I promise book. I promise Promise, I will do two at least do two Scouts chapters. Honor, then? Two chapters, two chapters a, 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 a night. I promise, at least, at least, and you'll, I'll and I'll write a little in, synopsis about each. Yeah, lovely stuff. Um, we'll see you on well, Dave and Statman will see you on Wednesday for Wednesday, this yeah. Week in ITFC history. Um, we did a whole preview early in the season. That was a good one. So I'll have a word. I think it was Andy. I'll have a word with him and try and get him on for uh, Friday. Yeah. Um, end of November, wasn't it? Yeah. End so we should get we should get three three shows out so how are you now for you now between now and the end of the season are you 100 percent or is you i thought um, is there another one you might be missing did you say i'm not sure um there might be one around easter or whatever where will might this not... be your if it were as it if it if it doesn't or even if you just dismiss one more will this be your most attended season no there was one season where i only no. missed one i missed tranmere away on a tuesday night and that was it and that included Hell. two playoff games and all the cup games as well I'm so trying to think like which one it was. Around about 98, 99, whatever. When did we beat? We beat yeah, some one one of the. I was still I was still at school. Um, yeah. yeah, good going, mate. 
Yeah, it was good. Okay. No, it would cool. have been sick form year. I can't remember. Anyway, but yeah, this is definitely the year I've been to the most the most football matches, not necessarily Ipswich matches. And if you do follow the YouTube channel, I will be at Reading versus Sheffield United on Tuesday night. Checking Love out that Reading. one. They, yeah, they need a result, don't they? Big time. Yeah, we shall see. Right, Dave, um, do the sign off. Cheers. Thanks again. Thanks for listening. And uh, myself and Stat, please, please, please listen to the This Week in ITFC History, which is out on Wednesday. I think it sounded a bit desperate when you said please three times. Not three times. We haven't had a song of the week. <laughs> we haven't had a song of the week, have we? Uh, knock on wood. Knock on wood. Amy times. Stewart. David Bowie. Amy Stewart. I don't know. You're just saying names of people, man. Name. All right, then. Rod I'll see Stewart. you next I'll see you next week. I'm closing my note. Talk about it. Goodbye. It's the promotion running. Everyone is gathered round to watch. The McNuggets share boxes are there offering much needed distraction. Your mate's already been booked for double dipping. But in you swoop to steal the last nuggets and claim all three points. Oh, and there is the Harry Clark fist pump to celebrate. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in at participating restaurants. 